Sushi. Minority Report. It's 2054. At pre-crime headquarters, there's a red ball. It's a double homicide. The killer's male, white, 40s. Jad says time horizon is 24 minutes away. John Anderton uses computer gloves and arm gestures to sift through on-screen images, evidence of the murder about to happen. They find Howard Marks' address. DCPD's told to set up a perimeter. Pre-crime agents are en route. Fletcher tells Danny Whitwer from the Fed they're told the victims and killers. Otherwise, all the pre-crime team has to work with are the pre-cogs images. Jad isolates an architect who designed two dozen houses in DC, like those John's got on screen. John twists his hand for fine-tuning and spots a merry-go-round. After a hovercraft flight, John's team drops from ropes. Murderer-to-be Howard confronts his wife as John sprints upstairs. He yells Howard's name and overpowers him. John scans Howard's eye and arrests him for the future murder of Mrs. Marks and Mr. Dunatar. Six years ago, the homicide rate had reached epidemic proportions. But within one month, under the pre-crime program, the murder rate in the District of Columbia was reduced by 90%. In six years, there hasn't been a single murder. John scores some narrowing. At his apartment, there are clippings of his missing son, Sean. He watches a sentimental video contained on a piece of glass, swigging from a cereal box. Then... John's teaching Sean how to run faster, followed by John and his estranged wife, Lara. He dopes on Neroin. Lara says she wants him to come watch the rain. It's understood that the precogs are never wrong about the future. Danny Whitwer from the Fed says it's not the future if you stop it. John says predetermination happens all the time, rolling a ball around a banked shelf. Danny catches it before it drops. John says preventing it doesn't change the fact that it was going to happen. John introduces technician Wally. He explains that the photon milk surrounding the precogs acts as both a nutrient supply and conductor. The females, Agatha. The male twins are Arthur and Dashiel. They scan by way of optical tomography. Drugged precogs shouldn't sleep too deeply, but they can't be kept too awake either. Danny says he's looking for flaws in the pre-crime system. John says there have been no murders in six years. Later, Agatha grabs John, showing him a drowning 
John goes to the Department of Containment. Anne Lively was drowned, but uniquely, Agatha's prevision isn't there. A victim ball shows Leo Crow. Images of federal housing flash and change. Then John watches himself shoot before hiding the damning images. Wally always likes John, so allows him two minutes before sounding the alarm. John soon holds Danny at gunpoint in a lift. Danny presents a file of John's Neroin. Possession alone will cost John six months and his badge. John tells Lamar Burgess he's being framed for murder. John's car is commandeered automatically and he kicks out the glass. He jumps through a wall into a sympathetic yoga class where everyone's tucked their shoulders through their legs. John's been identified on the metro. In an alleyway, Fletcher arrives with his jetpack team. John six sticks another man, causing him to throw up on his teammate. John climbs a building, then falls onto Fletcher and they tumble downwards together. John activates the jetpack just in time. Then John and Knott are both scraping along the ground, flying up through a rubbish chute, then bursting through a domestic ceiling. John escapes. Danny and his team chase John into a car factory. They fire stun guns at him. He climbs onto a gantry where he fights Danny alone. John's encased in a half-assembled car. Danny watches the car reach the end of the line and John drives it away. John breaks into Hinneman's overgrown house. She invented pre-crime. Creepers and tentacles grab at John. He escapes with a cut on the neck. She says once the poison gets into John's bloodstream, he's in trouble. She knows he's Chief Anderton. Henneman gives him the antidote. She developed pre-crime by accident. Initially, she was treating the children of drug addicts, all born with severe brain damage. Whenever these young precogs closed their eyes at night, they dreamed repeatedly of real murders. She says precogs can disagree, but minority reports are instantly destroyed. Burgess knew this. John realises that if the country also knew, the system would collapse. To be cleared, John must download this minority report from the precog who predicted it. John goes to get his eyes swapped and keep the old ones. John gives Eddie all the money he can safely move. He once put Eddie away for setting his patients on fire. John mustn't remove the bandages from his face for 12 hours 
or he'll go blind. Eddie gives John a temporary paralytic enzyme to shoot under his chin that will be agony, but people won't recognise him. After 30 minutes, he'll return to normal. John has flashbacks of Sean's abduction. They were at a public pool, timing each other underwater. When it was John's attempt, he resurfaced and Sean had vanished. Pre-crime agents arrive, looking for John. All residences on North Powell are thermal scanned, 27 warm bodies. Spiders are deployed. The small metal devices head off to ident the residents. John gets in an ice bath. A spider walks into the bathroom where John's underwater. A single bubble bursts. This alerts the spider and they swarm, electric shocking John. With six hours left to go, a spider lifts the bandage and John's new eye is scanned. The ID proves it's not John. Then he uses his old eyes to gain access to the precocs. Danny's found an extra person in Leo Crow's murder room. It could be Agatha. John then grabs Agatha, flushes the tank and disappears down. Danny learns you need all three precogs for their predictive abilities to work, but Agatha's the key. Agatha's in the room when John kills Crow, and so is part of his future. John has Agatha. He needs the information inside her, but he'll need technical support. Danny searches the console for clues, then happens upon Rufus T. Riley. At the cyber parlour, Rufus sells fantasy experiences. John says he needs Rufus to hack into Agatha. Images appear on screen. John then discovers he doesn't even have a minority report. An image of Anne Lively's drowning plays. John eventually finds Leo Crow's room and bursts in. He finds a photo of Sean. Crow arrives and John violently demands details of Sean's abduction. At Time Horizon, John instead reads Crow his rights. Crow's disappointed. John must kill him so his family gets paid. Crow then kills himself. Danny reaches the crime scene and thinks it was all arranged. He tells Burgess they're chasing the wrong man. He shows Burgess footage of someone called Anne Lively being murdered from the twins Arthur and Dashiel. Agatha's stream is officially missing. But from inside Agatha, reversed water ripples 
prove the murders are taking place at two different times. Danny's thinking someone got away with murder. Danny suggests a technician thought he was looking at an echo when actually it was a whole other murder. Burgess shoots Danny twice in the chest. John takes Agatha to Lara's house but is arrested by pre-crime agents for the murders of Leo Crow and Danny Whitwer. Lara asks Burgess about Anne Lively and Burgess accidentally draws blood with a pin. John thought he was being set up because he found out about Lively. When Burgess lets slip he knows how she died, Lara breaks into containment using John's old eyes. Burgess created a world without murder by killing Agatha's mother to do it. Anne Lively was a junkie who had a kid she had to give up. Then she got clean and wanted her daughter back. Without Agatha, there was no pre-crime, and Burgess had nothing. Jad casts Agatha's historic images onto a wall of the gala, and all the guests turn to watch. John's talking to Burgess through an earpiece. Burgess had to murder Anne Lively to shut her up, but the precogs would have known. Burgess hired someone to kill Anne Lively and be snatched by the pre-crime agents. Then Burgess murders Anne Lively himself in identical fashion. The murder looks like an echo, so it's discarded. In real time, Agatha produces a red holosphere. The victim is John Anderton. Burgess used the painful memory of Sean's abduction to set up John. It was the one thing that would drive him to murder. Because Burgess knows his own future, he can change it. Burgess begs for John's forgiveness, then shoots himself. After six years, the pre-crime experiment was abandoned. All prisoners were pardoned and released. Lara's pregnant again, and the couple watches the rain. The precogs were transferred to where they could live out their lives in peace. Starring Tom Cruise, Colin Farrell, Samantha Morton, rated 12, directed by Steven Spielberg, released in the UK 2002, runtime 2 hours 25 minutes. <laughs>